Hello there and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here to spend this hour with me. We talk all about the stories you live by and the stories you're writing and the stories you're imagining for your future, the stories that you are tidying up because they're part of your past, the story of living in just today. We talk all about stories here. I am a former writing professor and I loved studying literature and I loved teaching literature all about characters and plot and tension and really, really wonderful development between others. Well, that's always going on in our lives. The longer I was a teacher of literature, the longer I started to develop this desire to help people with longer pieces of writing, such as books, such as screenplays, such as TED Talks. And I have headed off in that direction here with Story You Talk Radio and my business, Story You Coaching. If you are interested, please head over to my website. It's a little on the bare bones right now because we're creating some new pages for it. But you can still reach out to me and get a note to me from my website. That website is coachdebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect and you can send me a note. I will get it and I will respond anywhere between 2 and 24 hours. And I just want to let you know, you might want to use your best email address for this. Sometimes Hotmail addresses, AOL, you know, some of these older ones, um, they, don't, they don't always make it. I'll, I'll get a little note from my service provider uh, that someone attempted to reach out, but that um, the software kicked in and uh, your note didn't make it to me. And that's that's due to protective and security measures. But some of those older softwares, um, I don't even know if that's the name, softwares, but some of the older emails coming from like Hotmail, um, they're just they're just full of stuff that spam loves to chew on and spit back. So I don't always get those. If you have a work email or a Gmail account or an email through your own website, those addresses tend to get to me in lightning speed and they help you and I connect. You can write to me and ask anything you like. I have coaching services. I have retreats. I have book writing and speech writing services. Or maybe you just have a question about the radio show. Maybe there's something you heard on a radio show and you have a question about how that works. 
write it down, send it to me, and I will answer your question. If for some reason I get your question after the show, uh, what I might do is just take a piece of it and offer it back in with another show. And that that's very common. Someone will write in as our show is ending and they have a long question and I'll write back to you, but I'll also take a piece of it for the next show. And we'll talk about that on the air. Today, our topic is how authors manifest audacious goals. Audacious just being, you know, something really bold, something they didn't really think they were going to take on. But, you know, when they got curious and excited and they're heading in that direction, How Authors Manifest Audacious Goals. We're going to head into that today. I would be more than happy to take your questions. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can write to me at my email, which is debbie at coachdebbie.com. Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at coachdebbie.com. And you could call in. Eric is in the studio today. He's all ready to take your call and make it really easy for you and I to connect here on the air. The number is 1-888-298-5569. And I would encourage you to call sooner rather than later so we have time to work with your question. Let's dive in here. How authors manifest audacious goals. I really want to help you with a model that has worked for me in all kinds of audacious goals, let alone writing goals. Um, I really want to emphasize that when you have a simplified map and a simplified strategy, It just makes it a whole lot easier to get working. People tend to wonder, how is it that authors get a bestseller out there in the world? Many people have said to me, how would an author just pull a bestseller out of thin air? And you're right to think of it that way, that it comes out of thin air. Because a bestseller, just like anything we create, comes from our mind. It doesn't exist in the world until we commit to writing, until we commit to our best ideas and move through the process of getting it out to people. We call that publishing. And then waiting to hear how it did in the world. That's how you go from having an idea to having a bestseller. It appears that it just came out of thin air. And in a way, it did. It did. You employed your creativity to create a bestseller. Now, you might not have the control to decide that everyone is going to see your book as a bestseller. 
Here's the good news. Not everyone has to for your book to become a bestseller. But some key people do have to. There is sort of a voting system. There's a process. The thing you have to be most concerned about is that you want it and you're willing to do it. The other thing you have to be concerned about is what's your goal? Now, a lot of people will say, well, my goal is to write a bestseller. But I'm thinking that's that's actually separate from your goal, that that's your writing goal. But there's something big and audacious that you're reaching for. It's bigger than your book. Let's think about this. Did you join in for last week's show? I had Becky Gibbler on the show, and we talked about her book, Born of Grief and Flow. She is one of my life coaching students, and in 365 days' time, she went from speaking about a book to, on February 2nd, the 365th day, we will be at Third Place Books launching her book. I think it's well on its way to becoming a bestseller, but the jury's still out. Now, we could say, on the one hand, her goal was to write a bestseller, but actually, it didn't take long talking with Becky to find out that the audacious goal that she was really going for, that she was really willing, able, wanting to manifest, was that she wanted to help as many people as possible feel comforted as they walked through their own grief. That's a big goal. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is bigger than writing a bestseller. Now, you might want to argue with me. You might want to call in and challenge me on that, but hear me out. When you set a goal, I want to write a bestseller, you really just need to think about what you're going to write about, what you're going to develop, and do the writing. You probably need a mentor to walk you through that, so you stick with it, and that all of those opportunities to get off project, well, you have a mentor to bring you back to project and lead you seamlessly as possible through it. That's how you write a bestseller. That's at least how you start on the path of writing a bestseller. I think that's even three quarters of writing a bestseller. But let's talk about that big audacious goal. It's usually bigger than the bestseller. For Becky, she wants to help people who are grieving, and she wants to help as many people as possible. She wants the book available all over the world. In fact, her book has already been noted as an international seller. She has international buyers. That happened before it even reached 
Amazon. So we have a goal and it's big. I want to write a bestseller. But bigger than that is the audacious goal, the really big one, the one that really, really matters to our heart. It's what we want to say if we only get to express one. Let's try a few other examples. Let's say you came to me and said, I have an a accounting business and I want to write a bestseller. That's my big audacious goal. I bet you within a matter of minutes, we would find out you have an audacious goal. Maybe what you want to do is bring a hundred new clients to your firm. That's the audacious goal. Writing your bestseller is your writing goal. That's you and I sitting down, figuring out what you want to write about. What are the skills you want to offer people that are going to read your book? What is it you want to do with your book? How will we market that? But the big, big goal, the big audacious goal, the one that's going to require a lot of inner work is that you want to reach a hundred people so that your firm grows to a hundred people. Actually, statistics show us that it's about 4% of our audience that follow us into our goal. So do the math. If you want a hundred new people to buy your book and become clients in your firm, and that's 4%, how many people need to get their hands on your book? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Would that be 4,000? I think so. Somebody check my math. If you want 100 people coming to your firm and 4% of them are 100, I think that's 4,000. But don't quote me because I'm a literature teacher. (laughs) I'll do the math in the break. But you know what I'm saying here? The audacious goal is for the big message in the world to do something. The writing goal is to create a bestseller, and it's a good goal. I can help you with that. I'd love to help you with that. Let me just take a minute to tell you who I help with such goals. For one, if you are writing a memoir, that's really in my specialty where you know you have a legacy. Now, that's often an audacious goal, making sure your legacy be known. Writing the book about it, that's a writing goal. A memoir is some theme around your life that you focus on through the duration of your book. Themes that I've worked on are financial rags to riches. I've worked on those memoirs with people. I've worked worked on sobriety, uh, whether it was emotional sobriety, alcohol sobriety, gambling sobriety. I've worked on those topics with writers. 
Some of the other memoir topics are championship. I've worked with special needs people that went from being very disabled in young years to performing as abled in older years and on and on. In all of those, there's a theme that shows the legacy of the person. It's often the driving theme in their life or at minimum in their business. So what might that be for you? Do you have a memoir in you that you would like help with? You can always go to CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. Just click on connect. Tell me a little bit about what's going on. And I will write to you. We take two breaks in this show. And the first one is right now. We're only gone for a minute. Stay tuned. We are going to come right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. I'm Coach Debbie, and I want to invite you to a book launch at Lake Forest Park Third Place Books, where you will get to meet one of my favorite authors and clients, Becky Gibbler. She is a photographer and a writer. She has put together a book called Born of Grief and Flow. Our talk will be inspiring and help you learn the language through grief, as well as how to navigate. You will hear her story. We have a seat ready for you at Third Place Books in Lake Forest Park, That's February 2nd. Just go to their website and reserve your free seat. That's at thirdplacebooks.com. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Today we are talking about how authors manifest audacious goals. What I'm trying to do for you here today is to show you that often the writing is a part of your goal, but there's something audacious, something even bigger and bolder than actually writing the book. There's something that you really want. So when I work with my writers in my life coaching program or the author's mastermind, it's important to me to find out what it is, of course, that they want to write, 
But what also is that big audacious goal? We start with the writing because usually they say, I want to write a bestseller. Really, really common. But when we think about the writing, we're thinking about what you're doing. You're doing the writing to reach the goal. When I ask people, what's the goal? They might say, well, I really want to go on a U.S. tour with this book and reach as many people as possible. Okay. Okay. Now we know that's big. That's bold. Writing the book is important, but if you get everything lined up so that you can write the book, you're going to find that it's not as hard as your mind is telling you that writing a book is. Going on a book tour all over the U.S., that's a big, audacious goal. Some say, well, you know, with this book, I'd like to earn half a million dollars. Well, now you're bringing in marketing, you're looking at distribution, you're starting to ask yourself if this is going to be in more than one language. There's a lot going on there. That's a big, audacious goal and good for you. But you're also going to find that writing the book, doing the writing is not in many cases as big as getting it out there. So you make that half million dollar mark. Maybe you are anticipating that this book will set you up in such a way that you can retire and begin your brand new writing career. Aha, that's a big audacious goal. Good for you. It can totally happen. And what you're going to find is writing that first book was not as huge, as big as your audacious goal. Now, I also want to let you know that it is wise to identify an audacious goal so that you can start to map out what you are willing and not willing to do. So when you say, I want to make a half million dollars with my first book. That's a big goal. That's wonderful. That's also more of an end point. And I would ask you questions like, are you willing to meet that goal in five years time, even though your book is coming out next year? You see, we have to to see what are you willing to do? Are you willing to go with a more expensive publishing company that will do all the distribution of your book? Or do you want to save money up front and extend the earning time on your book? These are things to think about as you're mapping out your audacious goal. One thing I like to do when I think about the the end point of the writing is I like to see the full day in my mind. In Becky's case, she came to me on February 2nd, 2022. 
and she came in for life coaching and she had a big audacious goal to help people with her book. But she also knew that publishing this book would have to happen if she was going to help people with her book. So as you can see, the the publishing was a commitment she would have to come to. Now, as her coach, one of the ways I can serve her best is to start envisioning that audacious goal happening. So I started to see in my mind, even before I was talking to her, I started to see in my mind her on a stage in front of people talking about her book. It was easy. I just closed my eyes. I thought about some of the things she had said to me about her book, and I just pictured her there. It was like a mental vision board. It's okay that she didn't yet have the goal that that's exactly the route she wanted to take. It's okay. But as a mentor to her, it's like I owed it to her to have the vision of an endpoint in mind for her to start to get to. Well, that vision is actually one week away now. 51 weeks ago, we were having the first conversation. One week from now, we will be at that bookstore in her neighborhood where she visioned it, where she wants to meet up with her audience, having that conversation, promoting that book on her way to helping people that are walking through grief. It's all happening. I want you to understand if you have an audacious goal, you need to have a vision. If you don't have a vision, you need to be close to someone who does because it's going to start to wear off on you, that bright vision. If you hang close to a mentor, to a loved one, to someone who truly believes in you, and you're able to start talking about that audacious goal, someone's going to be able to envision it. Now, here's another wonderful thing about becoming a best-selling author. If you can envision that it is possible for you, the story that wants to come out first becomes your next vision. Sometimes you say to yourself, well, actually, I've been able to see the story in my mind for a long time. My question then to you would be, then why are we not seeing the vision of becoming a bestseller? Because that would naturally follow that vision. You don't want to take, it's, it's like if you were on the freeway and you got a little hungry and you took an off-ramp so that you could get a little food before you get back on the road. If, if your vision is to make it to this grand and wonderful place before sunset, you need to keep moving down the freeway. 
You don't want to just settle for an hour at Jack in the Box at that off-ramp. You don't want that. You want to keep hustling your way down the freeway. You want to make your way to the goal. If you can't separate that doing the writing for your book and having that audacious goal of making a difference in 300,000 people's life, of earning half a million dollars, of going on a U.S. book tour, of translating it into five languages, or whatever that audacious goal is. If you can't see it, you need to employ those around you that care, that work with you, so that they hold the vision until you can start to step into it. What that's going to do for you is give you back time so you can really focus on the vision of the book. What is it you want to see in your book? You can work with your mentor and your coach on the book, but people have to be holding the vision of your audacious success. You can't pretend that that's not important. It is important. It's important that you get there. Think too of things that you had, you had those glory private dreams about that you didn't really even tell anyone. One, one dream that is real common ever since the Oprah era <laughs> is that people will envision themselves sitting across from Oprah, telling them all about their story. That is a wonderful dream to hold. It's wonderful. It's iconic. It is a great metaphor of success. If you don't want to tell the world that you have that in your mind, it's okay. But you don't want to drop that vision. You want to hold that vision tight because it's leading you further and further and closer and closer to that audacious goal. It's exactly the direction you want to head in. Now, maybe, even though, for 50 nights in a row, you thought about you and Oprah having a great conversation in her backyard, sipping lemonade, talking about your book, making your way to that first half million sales. Maybe. There's a part in you that says, you know what? If, if this book got picked up for a second audition, uh, edition, if this book got picked up for a second edition and it was picked up by a great publisher, you know, say Simon and Schuster wrote to you one day and said, hey, we saw you at the third place bookstore in Shoreline, Washington, and we're very impressed with your book, and we'd like to help you create your second edition of it, you might all of a sudden say, hey, that's my new audacious goal. I'm going to go work with these people. That's wonderful. The only thing is you don't want to stop envisioning Oprah in your mind, 
because it's quite possible that vision brought Simon and Schuster your way. It is so incredible the successes that people have when they dream about success. And it is so, so sad the sidelines people end up in, the the tragedies people have to endure when they entertain more often than not their scared, whacked out feelings. I just want to let you know their feelings. They're not meant to become your reality, but they will if they replace your vision. All right. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Ask me how I have ventured down that road. I've gone down it with students that just couldn't hold the vision. And I had to work pretty dang hard to hold the vision for them until they got back on track. Some of them had to have little mini tragedies to get back on track. I have in my own life created monster tragedies because I was entertaining monster thoughts. That's where they take you. So what I want you to know is that as you hold an audacious goal, as you commit to doing the writing to get you to the audacious goal, there's going to be some inner work. It'd be a good idea if you've done some of it already. If you've already thought about your own connection to your thoughts, your own connection to your feelings, you also want to think about how do you sense information? What is it you deeply desire? Just thinking about those four things, your thoughts, your feelings, How do you sense information? How do you actually use your intuition? And in what way and to what degree do you have a desire for this audacious goal? By doing the inner work and having a relationship with yourself around this, which is going to require some journaling, might require a little talk therapy, will likely require some mentoring from a writing coach. By doing this, by committing to this, you are well on your way to an audacious goal. The writing part, again, it's a part. It's a very, very important part. But the writing is something that comes out of your desire to connect with an audience. It might even come out of a desire, just like Becky Gibbler, to help others who are going through something. In Becky's situation, she's helping people that are grieving. Another thing you might want to think about is that if you are brand, brand new to the inner work You've never done inner work in any other area of your life. Say, you've never, never been to the gym to get in great shape. Or say, you've never, ever created a monetary goal to buy something big, like a car, 
maybe a house, maybe a huge vacation. You've never, never done something like have a child or give a a loner pet a high quality home for 15 years of your life. If you've never done what is required of you in relationship to how you function on the inside, writing a book is going to be a big leap. Writing a book is something you can do because you are familiar with having some sort of relationship with yourself. If you're not, I'm not saying you can't write a book. I'm just saying a lot of that inner work that maybe other people at the gym, owning a home, setting aside money, creating wealth, etc. Those people have done a certain amount of inner work and they are ready to write. You might be doing some inner work, shadow work even, simultaneously while you write. It can happen. But you want to give yourself grace and you want to give yourself time because producing that book might then, really then, be quite an audacious goal to meet because the audacity of it is to meet up with your inner self. Again, writing the book, that's a big one. But the real, real huge piece might be, this is your first deep inner journey. Okay, we're going deep, kids. Hang on here. I got one more break to take, but we'll be right back. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. I'm Coach Debbie, and I want to invite you to a book launch at Lake Forest Park Third Place Books, where you will get to meet one of my favorite authors and clients, Becky Gibbler. She is a photographer and a writer. She has put together a book called Born of Grief and Flow. Our talk will be inspiring and help you learn the language through grief, as well as how to navigate. You will hear her story. We have a seat ready for you at Third Place Books in Lake Forest Park, That's February 2nd. Just go to their website and reserve your free seat. That's at thirdplacebooks.com. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie. We're talking about big, audacious goals today and how they might be a little bit different than the big goal of writing your book. How writing your book or writing the next chapter of your life or whatever it is you're writing is leading you toward that big, audacious goal. A lot of people are going to say, well, I don't know if I have the time to do all of this. But remember, we're not in this to become rock stars of time management. We're actually learning a lot more about managing ourselves, learning more about our thoughts and our feelings and our sense of where we want our life to go. What desire is driving us to move on and move forward. If this has been speaking to you, I hope you might consider being in the Inner Circle subscription. Right now, you can go to Facebook and you can even just Google the groups. Um, Actually, it's called doing a search for the groups. And it would be called Inner Circle Subscription by Coach Debbie. I think if you even just got inner circle, it would come up. For the month of January 2023, it is completely free to anyone. And what we do is we go a little bit deeper than we do on the show. We take your questions. But you also, by being a member of the inner circle, you get invitations to events. I have online retreats and other fun things going on during the year. For January, it is free. But come February, we go to $37 a month. Truly, I think this is worth about $500 a month. But what I want to do, I truly, truly want to do, is invite as many people that want to be there as possible. From there, if you find you want to do one-on work with me, you can certainly apply for it. That's called the Inner Circle Subscription. If you want to get on the mailing list for these sort of things, just go to CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com and sign up for the newsletter and you'll learn all about everything going on. If you want any of the links that I talk about, for example, you might want to come to Becky's uh, book launch that's going to be at the Lake Forest Park, third place books, February 2nd. But maybe you just want the link. You want to save your seat. You want to make sure you get in. Just write to me at coachdebbie.com and I'll send that link straight to you. What we're... What we're working toward here is really having community in the Seattle area and then reaching out from there, ways that we can meet and do virtual retreats online, ways that we can meet up in other cities. I would like to meet with you as much as it serves you and moves your goals forward. So let's get back to our topic here. We're looking at these audacious goals. 
A lot of people are going to feel like they might not have the time management skills to do this. But what we're really, really going for here is how to manage self, how to start expressing our self, our true self. When we commit to doing writing, a lot of people will say, you know, I don't have myself all fixed up enough to do writing. Well, I think what you want to be doing is committing to some of that inner work so you start to understand that you're leaving behind an old way of being and you're stepping into a more focused way of being. When I was studying literature, one of the quotes that came up by, uh, I think it was 19th century author, was William Faulkner. My professor at Seattle University used to say this. And at first I thought, oh my God, that's way too scary. But let's dive into this quote here from Faulkner. It's, you cannot swim four new horizons until you have courage to lose sight of the shore. You cannot swim four new horizons until you have courage to lose sight of the shore. It's basically like you, you're never going to go far if you're holding on tight to what you got. If you can't envision something altogether new and expansive and inviting for yourself, then you're going to continue to do what you know, what your life is. I've been coaching someone that lives in Boise, Idaho. And one of the things that surprised me was when this person said, he not only had always lived in Boise, but that the only two states he's ever been in are Idaho and Washington, ever. Now, this is someone who's coming up on retirement age. My guess is that he has not seen the possibility to expand beyond. When we lose sight of the shore, basically, when we are not focused so much on the land that we have built our life on, but we are focused on something eye-catching off in the distance, if we can connect to our desire to go in that direction and hold our vision toward it, we will move closer and closer and closer and closer to it. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I don't know if I can swim that far. No, you might not know if you can swim that far. So I would suggest making sure you got a life jacket and a boat <laughs> and a coach and food and water, you know, get your supplies. Because if there's a vision in front of you that's so different 
than what you're used to focusing on. And it's beautiful to you and you desire it and you want to move toward it. And your instincts are telling you it would be wise to give it a try. Then you need to start swimming in that direction with the necessary support. If you are someone who has been thinking about where you might need some necessary support, I would love to invite you into a conversation so we can see if you are a match for any of my mentoring options. I mentor people who are writing the next chapter of their life. This is something that Becky and I worked on. I help people that are writing their books their speeches. I help people that are expanding into some audacious and wonderful goal. If you would like to have a conversation, it is completely free. You just go to coachdebbie.com and click on connect. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Click on connect. Tell me what you'd like to talk about and we'll get a a time on the calendar to do so. And then if you decide that you want to have mentoring, my packages for three months begin at $1,500. And what I want to tell you about that is that's, that's 90 days. Three months is 90 days. And you should come into it anticipating that you will experience big changes, but that they are the changes you desire. Now, you might get a few little bumps and things along the way that you have to deal with. One of the things that clients of mine have had to deal with when they wanted big change is they might have to have a tough conversation with their boss. They might have to make a new budget for themselves. They might have to lay down some old thoughts or some old habits. One person that I worked with, she wanted to continue drinking three and four and five glasses of wine a night and meet her audacious goal. And I told her I just didn't think it was going to happen that she was really going to have to consider that either the wine was going to have to go or that she would have control of that wine. Just, I, I didn't know her well enough to know how much that was a problem, but three, four, five glasses of wine every night is going to hinder your evening and your next morning in ways that will keep you from your audacious goal. So you might have to make changes, but if your desire is leading you toward some audacious goal, you're going to want to make those changes. Every audacious goal that I have set and met, I was really, really happy for the few things that I had to say goodbye to in order to meet the goal. One thing I noticed long ago was there was a manuscript I wanted to write for young, I, I would say it was directed toward teens, young women. 
And I had a, a series of stories I really wanted to write. And I told myself, this is clear to me. This goal is something I could make happen. I want to get the first draft of this done in 90 days. And I mapped out when I was going to do it. To my surprise, and I did have some some coaching help, but to my surprise, that was done in a little over three weeks. That was not my plan. I had to let go of some things, but in doing so, I caught wind of a momentum that I couldn't envision having when I got started. Let me just add to this, that many people, when we sit down and look at their audacious goals, they're talking about something they want to see happen in five to 10 years. They're just thinking, this is so big. Well, guess what? If they keep looking at the shore and focusing on where they've been, it will take five or 10 years. But if you're willing to look at something new, to go in a new direction, to have people that care for you, people that will mentor you, people that will listen to you, hold the vision until you catch up to that vision, you're going to meet that audacious goal and you are going to meet it in record time. Momentum finds you. And when you feel that momentum, you go. I want to let you know you're not going to be staying up all day, all night, burned out, tired out, sick of it. It's not that plan at all. It's that all of a sudden the things that used to take eight hours, those become different things you do and you do them in an hour, but you do them with focus. You do them in a way that you couldn't do long ago when you were standing back there on the shore. Things look different. They weigh out differently in your life, but it takes having an audacious goal. When you say to yourself, I want to write a book, let that feel big, but also Let yourself work with someone that helps you see what's actually the bigger, audacious goal you're really going for. Could be that this goal is going to reach others. It's going to give you peace. It's going to head your life in a whole new direction. It's going to put money in your account. It's going to help you envision a whole new life. That's audacious. And that's what I want you going for. So my friends, if this has been helpful to you, come join us in the Inner Circle subscription. Right now it is free. Just search for it on Facebook. We always come to you every Thursday here at KKNW with a new topic. So please join me again next Thursday. And until then, namaste. Namaste.